I feel like you should use the audio for this one from that video of like that woman who was like, the masks are oppressing my wonderful lungs given to me by God. <laughs> they want to throw God's wonderful breathing system out the door. You're all turning your backs on it. Can you prove that it's good for people to breathe carbon dioxide over and over and over again? Welcome to Memocracy. If you've ever wanted to understand the power of memes on society, culture, and politics, you've come to the right place. I'm Abby. And I'm Carla. And today, we'll be talking about masks. Masks are not only the latest fashion trend, they're also the key to our survival. This simple facial covering used to prevent transmission of the coronavirus has turned into a contentious point of political disagreement, often split by party lines. The dispute is born from our conflicting opinions on freedom and choice in the United States. Abby, you really wanted to talk about this. You've been talking about this for three weeks. You're like, I want to do an episode on masks. I want to do episodes on masks. Okay, so, well, masks you know, we have to wear them because of the coronavirus. And and they've become a very polarizing issue. Um, I think very much the right says that, like, masks, you don't need to wear them. Like, Donald Trump even, like, tried to get the CDC head or whatever. I don't really know what happened there. But he tried to get someone to say that, like, he got mad at someone for saying that masks are effective, which, like, literally doesn't make sense because they are proven to be effective. And then, like, you have, like people on the left who are like wear your masks like it's the one good thing good thing we can do for each other that sounds like I'm making fun of them but like I believe that like we should wear our yeah, masks. Yeah. But, like <laughs> I don't know and then I think it's a meme because like it's it's just what people talk about all the time on the internet now because like it's such a it's such a central part of our culture now is mm-hmm. or at least it should start to be more of I, I think it is though I think it is a central part of our culture now and I mean, it's a look. <laughs> I think it, I feel like it makes me look cuter because it me like. Because half my face is hidden. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I always feel like, oh my gosh, like, I look so cute right now with my mask on. And then when I take it off, because it's just like your eyes. So it's kind of like a, mm-hmm. it's like a mysterious look it's that sexy. you give off. Yeah. And then you like, your whole, fo- like when my whole face is exposed, I'm like, oh my God, like people are seeing so much of me. The pandemic hit the United States around March 2020. At least that's when we had to pack our dorms and hunker down at home. Since then, we've seen masks touted by scientists as the key to mitigating the spread of the coronavirus. In a press release from July 2020, the director of the CDC, Dr. Robert Redfield, stated, Cloth face coverings are one of the most powerful weapons we have to slow and stop the spread of the virus, particularly when used universally within a community setting. All Americans have a responsibility to protect themselves, their families, and their communities. Masks have been publicized as the one defense we have against the virus, other than not interacting with other people. The media has also attempted to change up their advertising to sync up with our new reality. Many depict how their company is protecting their workers, such as Amazon, and others have started new programming that teaches the importance of sanitizing and masks. A specific example of this is the hashtag caring for each other campaign by Sesame Street. Oscar the Grouch here to tell you, yeah you, to wear a mask out in public around other people. Sure, it'll keep you healthy, but more importantly, I won't have to see your happy smiling face. (sighs) 
And if you don't want to wear a mask, I've just got one thing to tell you. Scram! Go away! <sighs> However, not all the apples are on the same side of the tree. Meaning, there's a big ideological divide when it comes to wearing a mask. So I was, I was mask shopping the other day, and uh-huh. like a lot of, you know, when you like are shopping for something and you get like suggested items, like or like suggested things that are like the product you're looking at, and so yeah. I was getting other masks that I could look at, and one of them said, because you know people will get them with like stuff across the front, like written on the front, yeah, and this one said like I'm wearing this by force, not by choice, and I was like. Excuse me? Like, you're gonna wear that? Why are you... Why do you hate other people so much? Why do you want to put your nasty ass spit all over me? <laughs> That's, like, the problem. So, like, how do you get people to care about other people? <laughs> My name is Butch, and I'm an American patriot. See that flag? I would die for that flag. The Constitution that you are supposed to uphold... I would die for that. It is appalling that each and every one of you sitting up there as human beings, part of the human race, the only race that we have, would suggest to muffle people, to put masks on our face, to keep us from breathing oxygen, to get us to become sickly. You preach pseudoscience and safety. Does anyone care about preserving the liberty of the people who pay your salaries? We will get together and do a citizen's arrest on every single human being that goes against the freedom of choice, okay? You cannot mandate, you literally cannot mandate somebody to wear a mask knowing that that mask is killing people. You're not God and since masks are harmful, where there is risk, there should be choice. You're removing our freedoms and stomping on our constitutional rights by these communist dictatorship orders or laws you want to mandate. I've I've read a lot that um, says like, you know, this was inevitable in the United States because of our sense of freedom. Um, And that's what it feels like people are fighting for sometimes. It's like, I just want to do whatever I want. We're very much like individualistic, you know, it's like, I want to do if I'm gonna risk my life that's that's my problem you know yeah but it's like it's literally you're not just risking your own life you're risking the life the lives of everyone else you're coming in contact <laughs> with like that's what people don't understand they're like well if I don't want to wear my mask that's my choice and I'm like yeah but if you're gonna go out and eat at a restaurant mm-hmm. like your your waiter your waitress like like the people that work there they might not have the same decision that you have like if you can wrap your head around that like Mm -hmm. I don't think it's far-fetched to say that the United States has a warped sense of freedom and individualism it's written into everything we do that this is the land of freedom and there is no freer place I mean the biggest symbol of such a thing is the Statue of Liberty in New York City but whereas the American left has been willing to let go of some personal liberty to wear a mask the right has not Masks have become a symbol of the growing cultural and political divide. An NBC News poll conducted in July 2020 showed that 86% of Democrats reportedly wore masks every time they left the House, while only 48% of Republicans wore masks every time they left the House. When people say that they're scared of carbon dioxide retention from masks, it's just misinformation. When people equate Joe Biden or liberal media with communism or socialism, that is again misinformation. 
Many experts call this steady stream of false information and conspiracy theories an infodemic. Epidemiologists at the World Health Organization are battling not just the virus, but also bogus claims. A lot of the time they say to me, oh my goodness, I can't believe these people are actually believing this. Um, I can't believe I have to spend time debunking this myth. And we have to look at it from a scientific point of view and have to spend time and resources doing that. At the same time, these are valuable resources could be spent giving and tailoring messages to vulnerable populations. President Donald Trump has been holding in-person rallies across the country throughout the pandemic. His rally held in Tulsa, Oklahoma in late June was cited by Oklahoma health officials as the cause of a boom in cases in the following days, with over 500 new cases reported in the week following the rally. He is neither encouraging nor discouraging his supporters to wear masks, stating in the past that it's anyone's choice to wear a mask and he feels like a lone ranger when he wears one. On a more personal note, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, ABC News reported on July 10th that a 78-year-old man named John Hinton died by COVID-19. The significance of his death is that he also refused to wear a mask because he believed that the virus was a hoax and blown out of proportion. His daughter Amy expressed her frustration at seeing people who don't wear masks, saying, quote, I think that his death should mean something, and it shouldn't be just a senseless tragedy that my family has had to go through. And I think that he would be proud, and he's up there saying, I guess I was wrong. But if I can convince one person to wear a mask, that is one more person that could possibly have it and be in asymptomatic and not cause someone else to lose their dad. Overwhelmingly, the United States has the highest amount of coronavirus deaths in the world at 204,000. And another projection estimates 300,000 by December 1st. This is a life or death situation, and our fragile sense of freedom is in part to blame for our lack of concerns for others. Our individuality and obsession with political pride seems to trump the good of the community. So listen to the proven sciences and put on your goddamn masks. That's all for today's episode of Memocracy. Be sure to support the movement for Black Lives through the Okra Project, the Loveland Foundation, or your local Black Lives Matter chapters. Also, remember to wear your masks. For regular updates, subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at meme underscoreocracy. Thank you so much for joining us and be sure to tune in again in two weeks for more. Audio clips were sampled from Sesame Street and The Telegraph. Bye, Carla. Bye, Abby.